2: Greetings, and welcome to The Voice of the Shepherd with His Excellency, Archbishop Alexander Sample. And today we also have a special guest in studio with us, Monsignor John Sayak, who serves as pastor at Christ the King Parish in the Milwaukee area. And so we're going to bring both shepherd and priest together to talk about a we're really... Shepherds. Shepherd, yes, <laughs> shepherds and shepherds together to talk about a, a subject that Archbishop, you've talked about quite a bit healing, the healing of the whole person, and you have brought an amazing conference, a weekend for our people to experience in November to December. And so we're going to talk about that, why it's so important, some of Monsignor's experiences with the conference as well, as I know you've been able to, to share in this experience. So as we get to talk about the healing of the whole person, let's open this in prayer.
0: Always. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord Jesus, we read in the Gospels how many times you extended your healing hand to those who came to you in need, those who were physically ill, mentally ill, and who were afflicted by demons and the ancient enemy. have brought healing to all of us, Lord, through your passion, your death and resurrection. We ask during this broadcast that you reach out now in healing to the ears and the hearts of our listeners so that you may touch their hearts with the mercy and love you wish to bring them. So we place this radio time in your hands, Lord, asking you to lead us and guide us. And all this we ask in your most holy name, amen. Amen. O Mary, conceive without sin, pray Pray for for us who have have recourse to thee. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen.
2: amen. Amen. We've talked a little bit about this conference healing the whole person. This is gonna be the John Paul II Healing Center coming out. Now, this has been going on in terms of this relationship, Archbishop, between you, the John Paul II Healing Center, our priests, and now to the laity, to uh, really the large community at large, the faithful to come. Let's start off with just talking about your relationship with this John Mm -hmm. Paul II Healing Center, what they are offering, Mm -hmm. parishes, communities, really uh, our Catholic community to focus on healing and our Catholic faith.
0: Well, let me just begin by saying that our association here in this local church in the Archdiocese of Portland with the John Paul II Healing Center is without a doubt in my mind a work of the Holy Spirit. Um, You know, this was actually nowhere on my radar, if you will, uh, until I Actually, I began praying that Surrender Novena, and I don't know, the Holy Spirit just started moving and working in, in marvelous ways. And and so uh, the, I had heard of Dr. Bob Schuchs and the John Paul II Healing Center for years, actually. Many of our seminarians and priests that I've known have, have been through the program, but it was sort of one of those things out there that, yeah, it's one of those good things you know going on in the church today, but I had no real personal uh, involvement or, or experience with them. And it all began, really, when when Dr. Bob Shooks reached out to me and asked if I would go on the first of these healing retreats for bishops. Uh, You know, these healing retreats and conferences have been done for seminarians, for priests, for lay people, but they had never done one for bishops, just bishops. And so I was part of the, uh, we're, we're called the, uh, the, the varsity group, the first group uh, of Bishops that, to go on one of these uh, healing retreats. And that began really uh, my very close associ- association with Dr. Bob Schuchs and Sister Miriam and his team there at the John Paul II Healing Center. So then uh, uh, shortly after that, we brought Dr. Bob and Sister Miriam in to present to our priests at our priest convocation uh, later that year. And I, it was just one of those, you know, moments.
3: It was extraordinary, really. I mean, I, I look back on that and how that all came to pass, and th- the Holy Spirit was all over
0: it. Yeah, because it wasn't—I wasn't supposed to be able to be available to go on this retreat because it was just like a f- couple months out. And, you know, Dr. Bob Shooks is so busy, and, and I'm asking him to he'd come to our convocation in October because we had kind of messed up the schedule of, of speakers, and he was available. Well, that began this this long relationship, and uh, they have known many of our priests. Monsignor Siaque uh, here went on on one of the uh, retreats for priests as well, and now they've come to us actually, and they approached us about doing this Healing the Whole Person conference here in the Archdiocese of Portland. Uh, they also since I can tell I'm actually become very close uh, to Dr. Shukes and. He's convinced that, that this is meant to happen, that, that this is, a, again, a prompting of the Holy Spirit uh, for him and his team to come in now and, and expand this experience that many of us have had for, for more people.
2: Right, right. And Monsignor Sayak, you've written a lot of books and you have a background, people with depression, anxiety, but when we talk about healing the whole person, maybe some of your own experiences as a priest coming in and ex- experiencing this type of a conference, but what are we talking about when we talk about healing? My first thing thinks about physical healing, but there's more to it sure. than just physical healing.
3: No, and I, I think we, we all have a sense of that. I think in Archbishop's prayer, you know, that Jesus came to heal us, you know, and, and most of all from sin and the effects of sin, which is the damage to our soul and our bodies. You know, that's that's where it all came from ultimately and one of the things I you know is spending a lot of time in in studies and mental health and theology and and, and that interface oftentimes it's it's difficult to find like a pathway f- for people to be able to follow to experience the healing of Jesus oftentimes you think it oh, think it needs to be a therapeutic set, setting or it just needs to be a prayer team or I just need to spend some time in front of adoration or I need to get take some meds or whatever that might be what i found in in dr bob's work is is a is an excellent synthesis of good psychology and good spiritual uh theology and 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 the and the and the sacraments and the churches so he's he's made this nice integration and to be able to present to people in a way that that makes sense to them even if you don't have a background in any of this and 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 i i myself experienced the the benefit of of his approach, you know, and when I, I went on a, a retreat for priests back in January, I just go and go in with an open mind, and I thought, oh, you know, I'm, you know, I've studied Ignatius' rules of discernment, I've done this work in in mental health and whatnot, and I was blown away. I'm mm-hmm. I mean, like, I experienced uh, a deep healing in my soul, uh, f- uh, from way back, and and how had no idea how it was affecting me, and especially as a priest, and. And to so that just that sold me, mm-hmm. you know. I, I think that D- Dr. Bob Schutz is onto something, and that is uh, that is that is a, a, an excellent, again, integration of the spiritual life and good psychology. Uh, one of the things that maybe for our listeners is is it's good. What good psychology does? It gives you tools to be able to access certain parts of yourself, but it's the Lord who heals us.
2: Yeah,
3: and and sometimes the Lord's healing hasn't got in there because we haven't been able to access that part of ourselves. And that's mm-hmm. where Dr. Bob's stuff kind of um, gets in there, uh, that I think that it, it's it's practical and it, it speaks to people. I've had people in the parish, I took my par- my parish through Dr. Bob's book, Be Healed. We had about 300 people go go through it, um, preaching on it, and then we had a retreat. And, and even to this day, we do a monthly, maybe even quarterly, healing holy hours where we kind of revisit that that material in in the context of adoration, with confession and prayer teams and things like that. So, but people the response was extraordinary. People are being healed, mm-hmm. you know. And I think getting back to the, that original question is, yeah, we're, 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 we're very much used to the physical ailments, right? Those those remind us all the time. But are the ailments of the soul, right, of the psyche? Th- those are sometimes much more painful mm-hmm. and 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 much more difficult to try to deal with. And I think this is what the Lord wants to do in us. Right? He, and, and I, I have uh, a saying that I, that I use a lot is the Lord wants to heal anything in us that will prevent us from loving or, or being loved mm-hmm. and receiving love. He defi- if, if there's any part in your life that where, where that's impeded in some way, Jesus Christ wants to heal that.
0: Yeah. I, I just want
3: to pick up on that because I, I, I
0: think that what Monsignor has, has uh, expressed here is, is really key to the whole thing. You know, Dr. Bob in this approach, first of all, I, I think this is a ministry that is really truly anointed by the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. I, I think uh, Dr. Bob and his team uh, are really persons that have been specially anointed for this. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think this is a, a, a movement, if you will, in the church that is for our time. It is for our time. And I think, you know, he speaks in, in the language of wounds and the healing that we need from these wounds. And I think most of us are probably not as aware as we could and should be of, of the, the wounds that we carry about us in life. Uh, some of these wounds come from deep, deep early in our childhood. And, you know, I, this isn't about, uh, you know, just psychobabble. You know, mm-hmm. this is this is real stuff. Things that happen to us in our, in our development as young persons, uh, events that happen to us, sometimes traumatic events. Sometimes it's not traumatic events, but, but just experiences of how we grew up and experienced life as young, young people or even later in life. But these leave wounds in us. And, and then out of those wounds, we, we act and we live. We live out of these lies that, that we believe about ourselves, that we believe about others, that we believe about the world around us. And it really impedes how we interact in the world. And I can tell you myself personally, as, as Monsignor said, my experience on this retreat, and that, now that retreat is coming up on almost two years ago. And I am still reaping the fruit of that retreat in my own personal life. And the four bishops that were on this ret- retreat, we still get together twice a month via Zoom with members of the team, including Dr. Bob Uh to continue to go deeper in, into this healing that that we've all been experiencing, so I, I, but I think what Monsignor said about uh, Doctor Shooks has found this way to blend the the best of of good psychological practice mm-hmm. with very very solid and sound Catholic spirituality and, and sacramental uh, yeah. uh life as well mm-hmm. so I, I think this is just so i, I guess what, you know again thinking of our listeners i'm thinking well there might be people out there thinking well this isn't for me i'm doing fine you know my life my life is,
3: is is in order i think i probably thought i was <laughs> in pretty good shape mm-hmm. myself well it, i think this is a good diagnostic sort of thing is like uh uh so often our habitual sin like what's what's that sin i've that's part of every confession or what is the thing i always you know have to mention well if we, if you we look at that it's like oh there's a there's a long standing habit there but underneath that habit of of interacting with the world like you said archbishop is a lie there's 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 a there's a wound and there's something has has fractured my view of my of of reality mm-hmm. and i'm not seeing it as god sees it i'm seeing it as the enemy sees it right he's trying to give me a different mm-hmm. identity and he's, and the evil one is, is a is a sniper, right? He'll just shoot these lies into us when we're not looking, and then we begin to live out of them. And it makes sense because because there's a there's an interpretation of of, a, of, a, of some sort of event that happens, or a, or a a pattern of living like the, in the in the di- family dynamics that we grow up in, and other, all sorts of different different ways. And I make a. I make a, a vow of some sort, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I like that that example that Dr. Bob uses a lot is like, okay, so, so here's an example: parents get divorced, and child feels like confused and doesn't know, you know kind of rocked to their identity because because uh, of those pri- primary primary relationships are disrupted. It's like, well, I'm gonna, I, get, I can't rely on anyone. Mm-hmm. I'm on my own. That's a lie. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. a lie. and then but th- th- but then I start living out of that that lie, which seems real to me because that's been my exp- the interpretation put on my experience. Um, and that's what what the, what Dr. Bob's pathway is it kind of g- helps to get in there, to open that up, to expose the lie and to bring it to the to the healing power of Jesus. Yeah, Jesus is the one, as you said, that heals.
2: Right, right. Mm-hmm. The Healing the Whole Person weekend, it is November 30th through December 2nd. Going to be at a beautiful new church here in the Archdiocese of Portland, Our Lady of LeVang and Happy Valley. I think that's a nice location. People north, south, east, and west can come right off I-205. Registration for people to attend in person, which I would highly recommend, but there will be a virtual option, I think, of people who live further out in um, the archdiocese or even outside of archdiocese who want to take advantage you could register for a virtual option but the registration will open august 28th so we're getting close to registration time and archbishop spiritual healing you know this is really as you've been talking about this is something to heal well the whole person why is this so important for us right now for your heart to to make this available for our people right now um the the value the eternal value. I think that this is going to be providing.
0: You know, yeah, that's a great question. First of all, I, I, I just piggybacking on what you just said. You know, I really encourage people to get registered right away. This yeah. thing is this thing is going to sell yeah. out.
3: I would say it's not Taylor Swift, but it's close. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right?
0: this thing's going to sell out, so don't don't delay. And I think yeah. the in person experience. I mean, yeah. the virtual experience, if that's what that a person needs to to participate that way, that's right. fine.
3: Ideally, is the but in-person. ideally, yeah. really
0: to be an in person experience. But as, as I said earlier, I think this is a movement of, of God in his church and in his world today. I think that we are being prepared for something, actually. Uh, I've come to deeply believe that the work of the Holy Spirit that, that's at, and active in the church and the world today, and I, I'll say it, right here in this archdiocese, I think the Holy Spirit is doing some remarkable things here in this archdiocese. And I have this deep sense that this is part of God's preparation of his people for the work that he's really going to ask us to do, uh, to, to evangelize the world and to, to bring the gospel of, of Jesus Christ again uh, to people who are desperate to hear this message. But we cannot, we cannot go about this work in, in, until we have had this transformation and this healing in, in ourselves so that we can bring the, the healing power of Christ to others. And I think he, he's trying to prepare us for a, a mission I, I really believe that. You know, the, one of the lines, if you will, you know, they, they use these uh, expressions in, 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 in John Paul II Healing Center's work is, you know, hurt people hurt people and healed people heal people. And I think there's a, there's a, there's a world of hurt out there. I mean, people are just so struggling and lost and filled with fear and anxiety and doubt uh, we're meant to bring the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ to them, the healing power of Christ to transform their lives. But I think he He prepares us as those missionary disciples by by allowing us to experience the healing power of Christ in our own lives. This is all about building up yes. the body of Christ, the church, and healing the body of Christ, the church, so we can be the the sacrament of salvation for the world. But I think what what, what the Lord is saying is, you know, we've been through a world of hurt. Mm-hmm. And um, we've been the church has been through a lot of suffering, and I quite honestly I think we're kind of in a chastisement of some kind right now, uh, and and the Lord is now going to bring healing uh, to His body.
3: And, and just to jump, piggyback on that is is uh, we can't give what we don't have, and and there and there's a certain humility about that too. It's like it's not we're just here just saying oh here's the gospel. It's like no, you, let me share you share with you what's happened in my life. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, and, I, and I go back to our, our retreats, Archbishop, and then to have a conversation with you at, at your home. You know, to sharing the fruits of those retreats. Like I couldn't imagine how many priests in the world can have that kind of conversation with their Archbishop, mm-hmm. right? That and the, and and the and the uh, the bonds that that creates, right? And and the, you know, the, and you can't do it without. It, it's like it's becoming strong by being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and this is this is the way the Holy Spirit works. And so we have to open ourselves up to that transformation in order for that transformation to to go out go out into the Portland area and the rest of the archdiocese. right
0: No really is opening doors of in relationship, you know, like Monsignor's referencing the conversation we had, so uh, you know we could debrief with each other after. Uh, Monsignor Sayek had experienced what I had experienced in the retreat, but I can tell you that you know it has opened doors a- across the board for me as a leader in the church, having a- been pretty out there and vulnerable and transparent with my own healing journey that I've been on. But it's opened up conversations not just with Monsignor Sayak but with other priests. I mean. And, and our seminarians. Mm-hmm. I'm having I, as, as the Archbishop. I'm having conversations with priests and with seminarians that I could never, ever have imagined having uh, with, with my bishop mm-hmm. when I was a seminarian or or a, or a priest. And I'm running into lay people all over the archdiocese, but all over the country. Even when I'm traveling around, people come up to me because they've heard, you know, uh, a, a podcast I participated in uh, with Dr. Bob Shukes and, and Jake Kim, uh, restoring the glory. And yeah, I, I think by us leading the way, I think is 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 sort of giving permission, if you will, for others to be vulnerable enough to receive the healing power of Christ. You know, ben, somewhere in, 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 the, in the retreat workbook uh, that, that we're given on this retreat, there's a quote from Pope Benedict XVI, and I'm not going to get it right, but basically the quote has to do is, you know, the whole purpose and the whole mission of Christ was, as you started out earlier, Monsignor, is healing. You, you mm-hmm. can't talk about Christ. You can't talk about the mission of Jesus uh, to, to the world without talking about healing, he came to heal us, but on so many different levels, you know, and and for the healing, that's why the healing of the whole person, it's it's not just, yes, the healing from, from my sins, but as Monsignor so eloquently was saying earlier, those sins and habits of sin are rooted deeply in the in the vows that we've made based on the lies that we've believed about ourselves and the world around us that are rooted in these wounds and and what this approach does is it just brings us right into the wound but not alone we go in there with Jesus mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jesus accompanies us to that wound and there uh he begins to t- transform it and help us to be healed and to believe what we really should believe you know one of the great uh, pieces of art that is that is used in association with this ministry, and I'm sure it will be there all over the place during the healing the whole person retreat, is Caravaggio's famous uh, the the doubting Thomas, where Jesus is holding back his cloak and exposing his wound in his side, and he's guiding uh, Saint Thomas's hand into the wound. You know, I remember Thomas said, "Unless I touch." The nail marks and put my hand in your side. Well, that's exactly what Jesus is doing. But there's so much power in that image because first of all, Jesus as the the good shepherd is not embarrassed or ashamed of his wound. He's showing his wound. He's bearing his wound. And I think as leaders in the church, we need to be able to be to do that as well. But then you know, it's it's a reflection of of that that quote you know of, of from Isaiah that that's quoted in the Gospels. By his wounds we have been healed, mm-hmm. uh, so Jesus is the is the wounded one, <laughs> who is risen now and glorified, and who brings the healing from his wounds to us.
2: Yeah that soul of Christ prayer, hide me in your yeah. wounds. Mm-hmm. That's where we are healed. You mentioned Monsignor, we just have a couple of moments, but you mentioned tools and resources, things that we can have to help us, our armor. Uh, what are some of those things that you hope, those that come will be able to be better able to to live out a joyful life and a love and life-giving relationship with Christ through this process? Mm-hmm.
3: I think uh, for 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 our for our listeners, certainly, if you've never read "Be Healed" by Dr. Bob Schutz, that's a great place. Uh, and he's got these these other books on uh, sexual healing for marriages and, th- and things like that. And it's all uh, variations on the on the theme. Archbishop mentioned the podcast "Restore the Glory." That'd be great. That's some some great stuff there. And what what's what I think helpful about this too is our our prayer our our. our worthy reception of the sacraments, that's it's healing us. You know, and and it and it you know, to so to engage our Catholic faith in that in that mode of of, of healing, you know, and of and of kind of that just that willingness to to let our guard down a little bit <laughs> with him. Because that's always the hardest thing. Because when we're wounded, we cover up the wound, right? it, it hurts. Mm-hmm. And and so to to have that uh, knowing the love that Jesus has for each one of us, and the and, and He's bringing the Father's unconditional love with Him, in the Holy Spirit that that helps us to like it's okay, it's okay, you know.
0: Yeah, I think that you know, um, if if I can, uh, be so bold as to say that I think this is a particular difficulty for men. You know, we're we're always trying to put up the facade. We have to put up the front, the strong front that we're okay, we're in charge, we we got it under control. You know, we're just we're just doing fine. And there's this sort of bravado sometimes that we have, especially in relationship to each other. Mm-hmm. I think among priests, mm-hmm. you know, do not we see this Monsignor among priests? Oh, you know, yeah, we're always absolutely. trying to. Well, I'm doing great. You know, everything's fine. You know, in, in my life and in my ministry, and you know, it's like this. I don't know. It's this 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 thing. I, I suppose it's for all people too. But I, I'm a guy, and I, I guess maybe I just notice it more. More among men, but I think that vulnerability and the willingness to let the guard down, mm-hmm. and to uh, to realize it's okay, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's okay to go there and to say, you know what, and and I I will I will say this, you know, and I'm I'm still a work in progress, but you know, however, two years ago, started a little before that, but certainly two years ago, you know, I got to a point where you know I said, you know, I I, I can't do this anymore. I need to acknowledge my own need here. And uh, when I did that, that's when the dam broke loose and Mm -hmm. just incredible things are happening, not just in my life, but then through me, you know, in ministry to others and here in the Archdiocese. So let the guard down, folks, and yeah. and, and come and let Jesus do what he wants to do in your life.
2: Absolutely. amen. Registration's going to open online on the archdpdx.org website. So I'd encourage people to hop online August 28th, the retreat. There's an extra day for priests to come a little bit earlier. And I just really encourage our priests to come, our religious, our seminarians, and all of our laity to make reservations to attend November 30th through December 2nd. Again, information will be online for registration, but do come. And a final plug, Monsignor, do you have a final plug for people to make that commitment to attend?
3: Absolutely. Come because you you have no idea what Jesus wants to do, and he's going to surprise you with something beautiful.
2: Yeah. With that, we're encouraged, and Jesus is the healer. Would you help us close with your blessing, Archbishop? Absolutely.
0: Through the intercession of the Virgin, Mother of Jesus, Mary most holy, may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come down upon all of you and remain with you this day and forever. Amen.
1: Amen.
2: Amen. And as always, we want to thank you for joining us today. Invite you to join us again next week. For Archbishop Alexander Sample, I'm Dina Marie Hale. Until our next encounter, may God bless you.
1: You've been listening to The Voice of the Shepherd with Archbishop Alexander Sample, a production of the Archdiocese of Portland in Oregon. To subscribe to this podcast and access to all of our past shows, visit moderndayradio.com. Please email your comments and questions for the show to info at archdpdx.org learn more about the Archdiocese of Portland in Oregon online at archdpdx.org. Peace be with you. If you enjoyed this podcast,
3: please consider sharing it with a friend. You can support this vital mission of
0: evangelization through materdayradio.com or the Hail Mary media app.